Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered chumpacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. A Celtic state of mind. I'm Paul John Dykes. It's match day, and today in the studio, I am delighted to be joined by Lawrence Conley. Welcome back to a state of mind studio. Always a pleasure to see you, big man. We're here for the Celtic versus Hearts encounter at Celtic Park, and I've got to say, um, we weren't a million miles off with the team selection, but uh, we weren't a hundred percent right either. Lawrence, you're looking at that starting lineup. Is there anything you'd have done differently? No, no, for me, that's a that's a the lineup I would have picked. Uh, you know, Hart picks itself. We know the manager doesn't like to to mess with the back four. Uh, it's good that Jens is fit. He just seems to move the ball quicker than Starfield, doesn't he? He's just a more natural left sided player. 
Taylor, he's just playing out skin, isn't he? He's just yeah. phenomenal. Uh, Juranovic, right back. You're not dropping Cam Carter-Vickers. So, you, you, you know, the back fives, it is what it is. It? You know, that's what you expect. Cal Mack. Uh, yeah, it's everything I'd have thought for a starting lineup. I mean, we've got to... Th- Ange truly plays like a squad game, doesn't he? You know, you're expecting five out of your... All five subs to be used. Mm-hmm. So you'd expect him probably five out of the front six to change at some point. So whether it's Kyogo or Yakamakis, it starts... The other one knows they're going to get minutes. They know they're part of this squad, this, this team on the park for the 90 minutes. Yeah. And it's the same with Maeda and Abada. They know both of them are going to get minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you start with one... It just means you bring the other one on, doesn't it? Absolutely. We are streaming live on a Celtic State of Minds YouTube as well as Celtic Down Unders Twitter. Uh, our match day is a collaboration between the two pods. Our friends in Australia uh, are going to be a permanent fixture throughout the season on Axom. Thanks, everybody, for uh, joining us today. Where are you watching from? Let us know what you think of the starting 11. We'll also look at the, the Jambos starting 11. We've got a few Hearts fans who uh, contribute to the state of Scottish football, and I'll tell you they um, are looking at the lineup for their team this is from their perspective and they think it's far too weak to be coming to Celtic Park and they are expecting a drubbing well let's hope that that is the case the team that we put out on the socials earlier on today was very similar as I said however Turnbull um, sat out for Hatate and uh, Maeda dropped out for Abada and that caused a lot of discussion on particularly on the, the Twitter page but it's all about opinions isn't it and uh, we'll come back to that in a moment or two Jungle Lion hello from sunny Dublin always a pleasure to see you in the comments and we've also got GGGG a double helping of Yakamakis I don't think anybody could deal with that certainly not in Scotland hello from Melbourne as well what's your thoughts on the lineup? asks Joseph Ali uh, what do you think the score will be well I'll tell you what, I'm going to do this, and I won't embarrass them by actually naming them, Lawrence, but as I say, there's a couple of jambos on the state of Scottish football, and one of them reckons they're going to get pumped 6-0. Uh, now, that is the opposition fans thinking that that's going to happen. I don't want to count my my chickens uh, before they hatch, but I've got to say, during the week, I, I looked at this fixture, even if Hearts played their strongest team, the, the form that Celtic are on, I did expect us to go out there and win fairly comfortably. What is a comfortable win at home, 3 or 4-0? Listen, Hearts have probably got a, a deeper squad than they've had in previous seasons. So you, you looked at their bench kind of midweek, you know, Forrest on the bench, boys. So the boys that play, it may not be their strongest 11, they've got one eye in Europe, but, but they'll be out to prove a point. What would be a comfortable comfortable one? Two or three now. But, you know, I would take just, uh, I would take three points just now. Just to round off what's been a pretty good weekend so far. Yeah, well, it has been, Lawrence. And, and you know what? It is about the three points. I know that Ange is um, the type of manager who wants to do it in a specific way. And uh, that wouldn't be enough for him. He wants a performance. We're going to run through the team uh, blow by blow. Uh, you joined us last week, Lawrence. You were at the Dr. Bell's, the old Dr. Bell's Baths in Leith to see a massive fundraiser that was headlined by Las Vegas. We're going to do all the sums over the next 48 hours or so, but it is looking as though we've, we've raised several thousand pounds um, for charity again. So thank you for joining us. Uh, Lawrence, did you have a good night? Listen, well, I was at uh, Derby, Kevin Tate from the penalty spot and we wandered into a Hearts pub. Who knew there was a Hearts pub in Leith? Obviously, I was, as usual, dressed in green. <laughs> we, we got a couple of funny looks, but... Uh, yeah, we get out alive. Yeah, it was cracking at Carly Connor. 
cracking singer. Superb. Absolutely brilliant on the Superb. night. Obviously, Las Vegas cracking man. A few other uh, good bands there. Cracking wee venue. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good night. A loving bands, one DJ, and as Lauren said, he popped in for a pint and a hearts boozer. They, of course, were playing the first leg of the Europa League playoff. This game is sandwiched between both legs, which has resulted, I'm guessing, in Robbie Nielsen making quite a few changes from the hearts lineup, which we'll look at later on. Let's dig right in about the Celtic starting 11, though. Joe Hart and goals, you say it's a no brainer, Lawrence. And, you know, this season, I think if you compare and contrast this season to last, um, obviously, we started last season with Barkas as the first choice goalkeeper. Um, if you want to look at the Mitchell and away game, Bain was in goals, and of course, everybody wanted a new keeper to come in. Joe Hart came in and he divided a bit of opinion amongst that some team. I've got to say, there was a few who weren't convinced with Joe Hart, they didn't seem to like him. And that wasn't even when we're talking about his um, football ability. They didn't like him as a character. They were concerned that he was going to come into the dressing room and, and be the, the Billy, Big, Billy Big Time. And it's been the absolute opposite. He has become one of those guys that you can rely on to be uh, almost a captain's figure, even though he doesn't wear the, the armband. He's been a revelation since he came to Celtic, hasn't he? Listen, uh, Golden Gloves winner. You know, he, he's won just about everything. I don't think his football ability was ever in doubt. I think when we, it was on his character and what he'd do to the dressing room, but you've got to remember, he's taken a huge pay cut just to come and play football. You know, it shows his desire, doesn't it? Mm. And, listen, I don't really follow the Premiership or any teams down there, but uh, certainly been impressed with him at any press conference, any time he's met fans. You know, yeah, he seems to yeah. really buy in and get a club. Mm -hmm. uh, the players speak highly of him. He's a, he's a leader there, and a really professional player. You're, how much would he have cost us if we had to, you know, you know if it, if he'd been playing first team down there, he'd been out of reach. And it was only because he was in the reserves and he wanted the way to play football. It's yeah, he's he's been great. Uh, you mentioned Barca. Somebody told me he picked up a, a man in a match the other weekend. I did see a few clips. Listen, we might get some money back if that keeps up. A hundred percent, and I think that that bodes well for other players such as Soro, and and if we can also move on the likes of Ajeti as well, Lawrence. And we need to know we know that we're going to we're going to lose money on these players, right? But it's all about getting them game time with a team. Ajeti go out somewhere and score goals. Barca's go out and get clean sheets and man of the match performances. And I'll tell you, even at this stage, I'm happy for a million quid for the, this type of player. If we can get a million back for Barca's Ajeti and Soro. You know, you're you're really cutting your losses there because we spent ten million quid for Barkas and Ajeti. I, th I think three million or something for Sorrow. It's a lot of money, but we're at that stage where we need them off the wage bill. Yeah, it's off the wage bill, is it? You've still got a commitment there for for another few years of paying wages. So it's it's getting them off the wage bill. And are they adding anything to the squad? I would say probably only Barkas under Ange before his injury. You know, done well away against Betis, but he's not going to displace Kyogo. Or Yakamakis. So I think we could do with a third striker in it. It was more of an Ange type striker. Mm -hmm. It has been rumoured. Mm -hmm. You know, we're looking at a boy who can play across the front three. I think, yeah, yeah, it's time's up. I think it's best for him and for Celtic if we can get him out on loan. Uh, and, and the same with big Chris Julian. You know, we appear to have found another goal scoring centre half in the form of Maritz uh, Jens. Yes. So, yeah. I think it's best if we can move those two players on. We'll probably get 10 days of the transfer window to do so. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it doesn't look like the, the, the inbounds finish with, but 
certainly if we move those guys out, it gives us a wee bit more money to play with, doesn't it? Absolutely. I mean, Joe Hart, I remember his uh, first press conference. It was one that the fan media teams were invited to and Natasha represented Axom. She was raving about him, actually, after that press conference. And he's that type of goalkeeper who I think that, you know, it was pretty obvious uh, early doors that this wasn't going to be one of those uh, players who'd had a a phenomenal career coming out to grass, you know, coming to Celtic like an old racehorse and just uh, kicking about in the field for a wee bit. He, he actually is here to make a difference. He's here to win medals. And when you look at the price we paid for him, a, a lot of the players that Andrew's brought in, but you look at the price that we paid for Joe Hart, just over a million quid. Where can you get a goalkeeper of that kind of stature for just over a million pounds? You simply cannot. So the circumstances, um, the everything just aligned properly, Lawrence, and we've brought him in. And as I say, he's been a revelation. But of course, on the bench, Segrist uh, was brought in to make a, some kind of challenge to the goalie. And I think that that, for me, is something he didn't have last season. So there has been a change in dynamic this year as well for him. Yeah, I think, you know, you look at it, Ben, I think the spell where he came into the team maybe three or four years ago, he had a good eight-game run outside of that, never really been convinced with him. He had a all. great game at Ibrox, yeah. Ben. And Ange gave him a new contract, but I think that was just maybe for cover, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Segris is definitely give, going to give Mori a challenge. And we've got to have some future planning as well, isn't he? You know, you know, Hart's here for this season, hopefully next as well, but how long can he keep his career going? Well, you think to yourself as well, Lawrence, I keep going on about keeping this team, the core of this team, together for a three or four year period. And I know how unlikely that is in the current climate already. We have interest from some of the other players we're going to be talking about. Um, You know, the vultures have started circling. We've heard about interest in Zhiranovic and Matt O'Reilly and Yakimakis a player who got off on the wrong footing with you and me back, back <laughs> in the day when he couldn't trap a bag of cement. However, it's all changed. And now these players, these three players, at least have had interest and I'm sure there'll be other players as well. And I think it's key that you keep that core together to see just what this club can do, this team can do under Ange Porsicoglu. So I, I disagree with, with you there because, you know, we're a selling club, let's be honest. That's a model and that, that's how we're going to be able to finance a decent team in the park. We expect to sell players, buy them loan and, and sell high. It's selling at the right time it suits us, but you've got to have players that want to be here as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if someone was to come in and sell off a £30 million for Yakimakis tomorrow, it's kind of hard for Celtic to turn down, isn't it? You know? And the thing with that, Lawrence, although I, I don't want to lose any of the players, it's what Ange could do with that kind of money. So... Listen, don't get me wrong, I don't want to lose any of the players, but I'm just saying, if Ange was to give, uh, be given a bounty, you, you do trust that he can use it wisely as well. Yeah, but we've got to get used to you know moving players at the right time for the right price for us, and ho- hopefully the board give a, a sizable chunk of that to the, the manager to reinvest, because it's been pretty flawed so far in the trans- transfer market. Definitely seems to know a, a player. Obviously, Tosh and the scouts there are, are doing a good job putting the right guys in front of them. I just need to say as well, uh, obviously you, you know this already, but there was a Callum McGregor uh, press conference last week. We weren't at it. Uh, just to let everybody know, we've not been banned from Celtic Park yet. Yeah, yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a technical glitch. That's why we weren't there. But anybody who was wondering why that wasn't on a channel, that's all it was. Uh, we haven't been booted out the pressers yet. 
Um, and I don't know why I keep stressing yet. Adam, more Aussies and jocks in the chat. Well, Adam, I think it's changed. The dynamic of the, the bulletin's changed a wee bit because we obviously launched it during the pandemic and that's why we did it at 12.30, Lawrence, so that everybody at lunchtime, even if they were still working from home, they could just take an hour out and uh, chat about Celtic for an hour. And that was the whole plan. And let's do it every day and let's engage with the Celtic fans. And then, of course, we weren't getting into the games. So, you know, some of the games were, I mean, I think 97,000 across the board and all the different channels uh, tuned in on one day. Um, against Rangers so yeah the dynamics changed a wee bit and what we've noticed um, is that a lot of overseas Celtic fans are tuning in live and then a lot of people kind of watch it on the back uh, they kind of catch up after the game maybe on their way home or at night or, or the following day but wherever you're from if you're a Celtic fan and you're tuning in and by the way not every one of you is a Celtic fan with What's a Dundee United Hibbies there's Ali for Peter Heed gets watches it when he comes home from work, his wife V's sitting there waiting for him to come home from work, makes my cup of tea, bangs YouTube on for him. Brilliant. Axel. That's scary that we're on the big screen. That's why I put the team up on the screen and Lawrence and I are tiny in the corner at the minute. Uh, big shout out actually to John who was at the uh, gig on Thursday night. He's an Axon fan. Um, Green Lichty, Green Lichty. Got a chance to shake his hand and say hello to him as well and a few others. So thank you every single one of you. Danny Mack, another one. Uh, people that you don't normally get a chance to meet. Um, and obviously we were back I mean music and football unifies people Lawrence and that's why I love going to gigs and it's now great that we're able to create our own events and bring people together Celtic followers in he's on the, the YouTube to say seven changes for the Jambos no Gordon and goals which is massive Shankland Mackay benched think they've got to press and shoot at every opportunity um, doesn't always work that way but you know I, I am Fairly confident um, you don't win the, the game uh, pre-match, do you? But uh, Celtic Fowler comes in. He reckons 5-0. 5-0 today. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see a 5 nothing. We've seen a few droppings of hearts over the years. Um, and hopefully today will be absolutely the same. Because yesterday, of course, um, advantage Celtic. Advantage Celtic, Lawrence. You keep a wee eye on the other scores. And, of course, um, our main challengers dropped a couple of points at Easter Road. Yeah, so... Early in the season, it's a, a chance to open up a bit of a gap. Obviously, we're, we're going to pretty soon welcome Glasgow's new team uh, to Paradise, and it gives a, a chance to stretch it further, hopefully. So, but you've got to do the business, and it's a bit of a change, you know. I think a couple of seasons back, you'd have been worried whether or not we'd take advantage. I think the Angie's team, you're pretty sure that they're going to go out and, and put on a show. Mm -hmm. We're going to score goals. I'm fully expecting the three points. Well, that is first and foremost the most important thing. So you can sit there, top of the league, superior goal difference and more points than your challengers. We're going to move into the defenders and have a look at that as well. But before I do that, a few other comments coming in. Tony uh, Davoren like to see Ralston get some game time. I know what he means because I remember when Tony Ralston came in. When Tony, as you maybe just guess, uh, the wee man's next door. He's been very, very good though. Um, when Ralston came in last season, he did look a bit rusty, Lawrence. Um, he'd been out the side for a wee while, so I do get that, you know, that rotation thing. Um, but obviously, at the moment, I think Ange has already said that whilst it's one game a week, you're not going to see as much rotation. Once we get into the two games a week, that's when you're maybe going to see the likes of Moy and Ralston get more game time. Yeah, I'd say. Moy will probably get a wee bit more because I think Kalmak is better further forward and I can see Moy getting more game time just now than than Tony. Uh, he didn't play a lot in China so we really need to get him up to speed. You know, 
Tony has been playing with us, training with us, I think. Moy will get a bit more game time. Be interesting to see Cal Mack a bit further forward than an Ange team. And you know, Jared was telling us some you know, we've obviously got the Champions League in the horizon. Jared was telling us that he's seen Celtic play a 4 2 2 2. You know, Celtic with a double pivot. Could that be Cal Mack uh, and Moy? That'd uh, be interesting to see. Tony's never let us down when he comes on, but you know, we've got Jura there. Hopefully we'll have until the end of the season, but you never know. We might get you know, a huge bid for him. He's, get, he's getting on in years, so at some point we're going to have to cash in on him. You know, because he's what, 28 now? He's 28. Um, and I guess th- this is a debate uh, to be had because it would feel as though it would be something, it would feel as though it was something of a backward step if we were to sell one of our main assets. And I was banging on about it during the pre-season. First season in five where we've not sold a big asset, Lawrence. Um, I mean, last season, Ange comes in, one of the things he's dealing with is the loss of Ayer, eventually Eduard and Christie. And, you know, the season before that, it was Frimpong. And you can go into every single season, we've always lost an asset in the last five years. And I think there's a, a direct link between that and the fact that we've not heard the Champions League music at Celtic Park. And, However, you know, we're at that stage where if we were to lose Zhiranovic um, at 28, I think it, it does, it definitely does come down to uh, the money because I don't think Celtic need money at this moment in time. So it would need to be something astronomical. I've seen lots of figures mentioned online. It's all gossip, of course, but it, would, it really would need to be an astronomical yeah. figure. Yeah, with the Champions League money guaranteed this year, it puts us in a better position. You know, we might even, you mentioned Frimpong, we might have a wee bonus coming from him if he gets his move to Spain. There's a few though, aren't there? Really, yeah, if you think about it. Because even Big Dembele's, we've got, we've got Dembele's sell on if he, if he was to move on. I, I can't see him moving. Let's be, Is he not to United. Yeah, so come, come December, you know, four months, mm-hmm. he gets to sign for who he wants. Juve made, made some noises. He wants a Champions League team, doesn't he? That's not Man United. Uh, yeah, probably won't be for a while. Uh, Should just come back here. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, can you imagine him in an Ange team? Oh. Well, I always bemoan the fact that we didn't see enough of him in a, a team with Eduard, who's another one we've got a sell on with, and we also have a sell on with Christie and Ayer, and there's maybe others that we're unaware of, but certainly those, that collection of players could bring in a few extra million quid. Uh, we've spoken a wee bit about Juranovic, and obviously Taylor's been getting loads of plaudits this season as well, Lawrence. You and I take a pounding for the uh, Yakimakis comments after the Alawa game, but I've got to say, you've been a fan of Taylor since day one. You've championed him, you've stood up for him. Um, I'm more into because I think Juranovic and Taylor, as well as Ralston, have, have really taken to the fullback, uh, the inverted fullback positions. Um, Bernabe, we've not seen yet. Obviously, uh, his start to his Celtic career has not been tremendous because of the off-the-field issues where he's been he's been charged for a, um, a road traffic incident. Uh, in Glasgow and you know it's been discussed on Axom uh, but I think when it happened I just kind of thought to myself we'll get rid of ball and golly and then we get someone else coming and causing bother Um, and I had a wee chat with Declan about it because I remember I think it was Juan Arango who was on a couple of the pods when Bernabe was coming to Celtic and he was talking about the culture of the footballer the footballers over there Lawrence and how there's a real party element to them and having um, and by the way I'm, I'm com- complete disclaimer. I do not condone drink driving, but over there it's kind of like the done thing where you would have X amount to drink and jump your motor. 
completely doesn't um, make it right over here. Uh, but it's the worst possible start in terms of a player coming in, getting into baller off the park. And um, I just hope we can get over that. Yeah, it's, it's probably thought, you know, Celtic spent a few million on, on me here. I'll come in and I should be getting a run out, uh, not reckoning uh, you know, how, how well Greg Taylor was going to perform mm-hmm. in front of him. A young man, a lot of money, staying in a city centre hotel, you know, a lot of time in his hands. I think, yeah, maybe the club need to look at how they look after these players, but it could definitely have start, started better. There's still time for him to t- turn it around. You know, other players have been in similar circumstances and, and turned it around at Celtic. Mm-hmm. Listen, we all want to see what he can do in the football part. That's what we want to be talking about, about him for. But uh, I just can't see him taking a shot off Greg. Maybe not until it's two games a week. And the thing with, with Greg, maybe he adapted so well to the inverted fullback because he, he used to play midfield when he was younger. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe he's more used to seeing the passes. Yeah. But... I'll be interested in what happens with him when he does get his chance. Uh, but, you know, more than happy that Greg's playing that position. You're sitting in the seat that makes you look really, like, tanned because, obviously, Kevin McCluskey was in there last Monday and he was getting all sorts of comments. So just to let you know, you're looking pretty healthy over there. Uh, Tony uh, Daverin is back in. Any word on Adaguchi? I was reading this morning that he was the only real injury concern at this moment in time. Hard to know what to make on his place in the team. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll be in Angie's plans. It's just been such a stop-start uh, career so far for Adaguchi at Celtic. Um, you, you can't really make a, you can't make any kind of call on him until you've seen him playing a, a run of games, Lawrence. But he's obviously out through injury at the moment. But let's talk about the central defensive partnership of Carter Vickers and Yentz. It was a situation where Starfelt was injured, and uh, they had a great partnership last season. Him and CCV. Best defensive record in the league domestically, obviously. And um, he's injured. Uh, Stephen Welsh takes his place, but he's been out of the picture. We bring in Maurice Jens, another uh, loanee, and he has looked so far uh, to be a, an excellent addition to the squad. Such is the case. He's undroppable at the moment, it would appear. And uh, only when he has formed dips will Starfelt get a look in again. I mean, it's a great position for Ange to be in, though, isn't it? Yeah. <sighs> I think we're at that position all over the park, aren't we? You know, the strength and depth compared to last season, we're, we're scraping teams together. You know, we're, we're, let's be honest, we, we kind of got to Christmas and fumes last season mm. because it, with so few players. Whereas now we are showing stre- strength and depth across the park. And, and Big Yentz, I believe Peter Grant gave him a, a good report before we went in for him. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, the guy looks if he can play football. He's got a bit of height, which we lack as a team. What is he, 6'4? And I, I think. The centre halves are about six foot, so and our full backs aren't the tallest. We have obviously lost near beating and Tom Rogic, who are two taller players, but yeah, he looks undroppable, you know. Two games, two goals, it's not bad for a centre half. And let's be honest, Big Julian was a good servant. It looks like his time's up now and he should go elsewhere. But we need to replace the goals we're getting from him at set pieces. Yes. You know, we've scored. Yep. Three games in a row we've scored from set pieces. Now, let's can we make it four? 
Hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, you and Boy reckons that it'll be 5 nothing today. So uh, I like your confidence, you and Boy Martin. Uh, on the bench, just to read the rest of the subs out, we've got Seagrass and Starfield, who we've already man- mentioned. Yakamakis, a lot of people on the socials were uh, shouting for him to get a start ahead of Kyogo. Uh, Abada, who I would have started, but I know I've seen the stats. I know that Maeda's performances and his contributions have been tremendous. I totally get that. Moy. Uh, on the bench at the moment uh, Burnaby who we've spoken about as well you'll need to do a hell of a lot I think to get that jersey from Taylor Hatati is back from his injury we've also got Forrest and Ralston on the bench as well and um, when we look at the midfield I think it is a it's an area of the park Lawrence that we do have uh, a lot of options in there and Jungle Line comes in again just shows you how ridiculous the McCarthy signing was McCarthy is no longer even on the bench at this moment in time, Moyes ahead of him, uh, and we've still got Idiguchi to come back. And there's talk that we're bringing in another midfielder. Where does it leave the likes of McCarthy? Does he fall into the Julien Ajeti category? I think James is happy to be at Celtic. Uh, you know, he, it's a bit of a dream for him, isn't it? Boyhood club. At the time when we signed him, we're really, really short on players. He brings a lot of experience mm-hmm. to the club. If Ange does play a double pivot, you know, it's Moy. McGregor McCarthy I think in a defensive role with Robertson out on loan a couple of decent seasons but it doesn't seem anywhere near the squad so I think no. it's maybe time to move him on mm-hmm. we've touched about we move Sorrow out so we're going to need we've got a lot of games between the hopefully now and a, another champion, league championship so I think that McCarthy's a quality player that will you know he'll play He's not going to start every week, but he'll play his part over the season, much like he did last season, you know. And as you say, at the time that he came in, you know, a bit like Hart, we did need that experience, Lawrence, there's no doubt about it. There's a few 4 nothing predictions coming in. And I know at half-time, we can look at them and scoff. Um, you know what I mean? Sometimes that's the way it goes, but there, there seems to be a confidence uh, breezing through the comments section, which isn't always the case. There's um, a difference. You, you, you think about, you know, times... Even a couple of years ago, we'd be going, oh, Rangers slipped up, are we going to do it? Is it going to be a draw? Yes. Just now, I've not met, not met one Celtic fan this week, it doesn't think, you know, it'll be three points. And obviously, the news came through yesterday and you're out and about and you're chatting to people. Everybody is expecting three points. It doesn't seem to think it'll be a problem. Absolutely. And it needs to get back to, to Fortress Parkhead, you know, especially in Europe, you know. Hopefully it can be Fortress Parkhead and the Champions League it's on the horizon as well but and this, this is another thing talking about Fortress Parkhead it has been um, for fixtures against Hearts in the last 25 I think there's been 22 wins and 3 draws so the likelihood of Celtic slipping up today is slim very slim indeed um, Celtic follower actually comes back in I think he makes a good point good afternoon PJ and Lawrence do you think Bernabe will make an appearance today because for me the longer he's out the more of an issue the off-the-field thing becomes. I think if you throw him in, get him come game time, it takes a wee bit of that kind of, um, you know, that stigma away from it. I can see Ange doing that as part of his man management, yeah. can't he? You know, yeah. I've three or four up saying, look, go out and have a run out. Because he's got to have had um, a few harsh words with him, isn't he? And say, look, this isn't what we're expecting. But at the same time, if, if you better be, you're going, well, I came here, I'm expecting to play football. Nowhere mm. near a team. You know, you, you want to feel part of it, don't you? So... Yeah, I could see him getting her out. Ange just saying, look, we've had had the incident. We need to get you back on track. And hopefully it does get, you know, 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah, definitely. Tony is um, back in Louisiana, which is tremendous. We've also got GR, um, who's watching 
from the Great Southern. I thought it was B from the Southern General. I thought it'd been shot or something. <laughs> Could have been. And Gerald McHugh, that's a nice 80s reference. It was the 80s, wasn't it? Uh, watching from the Philippines as well. I'm just waiting for somebody to tune in from Vatican City. I don't think uh, the stats have shown us that we've got any viewers in Vatican City at the minute. So if you are watching from there, give us a, a shout out as well. Can we get the full screen? I didn't think you wanted to see us. Yeah, you can get the full screen, absolutely. Let's get rid of... Uh, there you go, there's a big man sitting there looking nice and tanned. Um, and he's wearing his T-shirt from Kevin Tate's penalty spot down in Sword Street, who have just launched a cracking wee jota keering as well, which I don't think will last long. I think they will be gone. So get yourself onto the penalty spot. Kevin does some brilliant work for um, CSCs, for Axon, for charity, for ex-players, the whole um, shooting match, doesn't he, Lauren? So, yeah, get yourself down there. Yeah, got a Martin and Neil night coming up uh, in conjunction with Paradise Promotions. Sorry, that. an afternoon, a brunch. Sorry, they're normally. Where about is that again? I think oh, I think it's about Nicky Hood. I Hood's saw it. I saw it yesterday. Nicky Hood. Yeah, that's right. Aye. Um, so get yourself on the pages, get yourself on the socials, and check it out. Um, you know, we're coming up to kick off. I can see that because a few years have uh, switched over to watch the action. But uh, Lawrence and I have been talking about Celtic versus Hearts. Some of the predictions have been four and five nothing. The Hearts prediction from the the Jambos that we know was six nothing to Celtic. <laughs> um, let's see at half time if any of these things come true. Five one. Five one. You reckon? Yeah. I don't know. I think the Celtic defence um, has been solid. I, I know that we lost a couple of kind of early goals in the, the pre-season and we responded quickly to that as well. But I'm going to definitely say a clean sheet. I'm going to go for 4 nothing um, at this moment in time. And hopefully we will see some game time for the likes of Moy and Burnaby and Ralston and that type of player in the second half as well. It's always a pleasure on a Celtic state of mind. On a match day, we're looking forward to the action and we'll definitely see you at half-time. Thanks everybody for getting involved in the comments. And thank you once again to my big mate Lawrence Conley for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. It's the Marketer's Report. This week, Patrizia Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on the difficult task of building and retaining consumer trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. The best thing for us to do is to build a relationship with our consumers. And if those consumers have a relationship with the DJs that are on air, then we want to build on that. House of the Dragon, which was one of our most successful, if not the most successful campaign we've ever done for a show, audio was a core part of that. 
As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.